Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're really thrilled today. We're doing something kind of different. It's going to be good. We're talking non-Hallmark Christmas movies. This is going to be a huge update. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Lisa is here. Hey guys, I've missed you all very, very much. And I just want to say happy holidays. Yes. And I'm super glad to be here. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we're doing something that you might be saying, if you are loyal, regular listeners, what is happening here? Where is Amy? She's our lifetime correspondent, our off-network correspondent. She's not here because she's also a student and she has finals. This is a busy time for her. And yes. so she will not be on, I think, the next two weeks. So I don't know what we're going to do next week for well, off-network. But I'm her podcast mom. So I said she couldn't come on. I said she had to focus on school. Yes. (laughs) So why don't you tell the listeners kind of what we're going to try to do for this episode? That's right. Rachel's no longer in charge. I'm taking over (laughs) y'all. She has to take a backseat to my whims. And I'm actually going to interview her about her non-Hallmark or off-network Christmas watching so far um i've seen a few of these so i'm gonna chime in when i can but really i'm gonna get down to the nitty-gritty y'all with yes. all of these off network off hallmark network movies so, so i hope y'all are ready i hope y'all are prepared so all right rachel are you ready i am ready because i'm about to put the spotlight on you yes. where were you saturday <laughs> put all your sleuther okay. work to, that's right to good use one of these days i really is just side note i really wish hallmark would go ahead and just give us a christmas mystery i know we've only got one i know one. it doesn't tie in death and i know that but still i want a christmas mystery okay yeah the only one we've ever so, gotten is the um murder she baked one yeah that was, that a, was fun a See? plum pudding one yeah it was fun that was fun i agree okay. all right so we're gonna start with up up is killing it this year good for up so we're gonna (laughs) start with some up and we are going to talk about christmas chalet okay so the summary for a christmas chalet is a recently divorced mother books a chalet in a beautiful christmas village in vermont to try and rekindle christmas magic for her teenage daughter who feels like her family is ruined forever when they arrive, they find that the house has been double booked. Love it. Okay. And now they must share their family holiday with a grumpy writer who hates Christmas. Together, they'll learn a little Christmas magic heals even the most broken heart. I yes. do love forced proximity. Okay. <laughs> I do too. Okay. Sorry. I jumped yes. ahead. Okay. So right off the bat, Rachel, how many stars do you give this one? So I would give this one probably 3.5. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, and uh they're the the only major real flaws with it aren't really they're ones i feel like are pretty easily ignored it's more technical stuff the filming was pretty bad there were times when the camera was like visibly shaking and uh and there was like weird close-ups and weird editing and so i mean but i feel like that kind of stuff with the script and the actors i can are you know bringing it then i can ignore those kind of things yeah but i have to at least dock it some right it was pretty amateurish the filming of it oh, that's too bad because it sounds cute so okay i already said one but you tell me what are the tropes 
Yeah, so the big one is definitely the forced to share cabin uh, kind of trope <laughs> and the, the, the single Grinch. Uh, and Robin Dune has a lot of fun playing this kind of grumpy guy, this writer. Um, he's also a, a, a teen YA writer. No. Um, and so, yes. And so the teenage girl is very excited when she finds out that they're, you know, they're staying over there uh but there were some really cute moments in this movie we'll talk about in the next question but um but yeah i mean and a lot of times the <laughs> the sullen teenager is not my favorite no trope or character archetype i guess and but mm, i thought that they made her warm just enough and made her that and everybody else was was kind of calling her out on her ridiculousness uh and a lot of other movies kind of treat that behavior sort of valid <laughs> you know yeah. and it almost encourages it and i i'm not i'm not a fan of of that at all and so i thought that she was tolerable even though she okay. was she was very grumpy <laughs> she was very mad at her she was very mad at her mom because uh, she blamed her mom for the divorce uh, and she was very she's very close with her dad and so she puts all the blame on her mom for the breakup of their family uh, so yeah yeah oh so we're gonna call it christmas chemistry how was the chemistry in this movie between the two leads i think it was pretty good actually i liked both of them and i i i, I thought that they had you know the obviously sort of adversarial at first uh but they were still nice people like even when he is pretty grumpy like he still first of all allows them to stay in the house and uh and then also uh there's he just he's he's willing to kind of do a few cute little things and and so i thought that they got that balance right and uh and they have a pretty good kiss in this movie Ooh. Uh, yeah yep and i so i think they had pretty good chemistry i'd say nice all right and as far as christmasy christmas cheer yeah did it hit upon all those <laughs> yeah my favorite moment in the movie was very very cute so they the the, the teenage daughter is super upset and annoyed and uh she when she finds out i guess they go to the christmas tree lot they're all out of christmas trees and so she's just like, this is the worst vacation ever. And so he, uh, he, he's kind of trying to figure out how he can help the situation. And he sees this white ladder uh, outside at the, at the vacation home. And so he, he basically, he puts lights all around the, mm -hmm. the ladder and then has like some tinsel and just some other stuff or whatever that's there and he creates this christmas tree out of the ladder it was really cute oh yeah so i thought that was that was something i've never seen before yeah. and i thought it was i thought it was really good that oh that's cute part. yeah okay well mm -hmm. i'm gonna write that on my list of movies to catch up on yeah christmas chalet but i also like saying chalet so <laughs> i'll probably just watch it just for that i okay. for some reason thought it was in europe or something yeah i could see that i don't know why i guess chalet sounds kind of european but sounds fancy mm -hmm. no. all right it's on my list all right now we got to move on to lifetime yes. and lifetime okay. has been 
kicking it up, y'all. Yeah, they, have. they are just stepping up their game. All right, so <laughs> we're gonna kick it off with Christmas nine to five, which stars Taya. Do you think it's Taya or Tia? Um, isn't just to have a yeah, I think it's I'm not sure. I I I've said Taya, I but I have no idea if that's correct okay. or not. Okay, Taya Sakar. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. And if anybody knows, go ahead and send me an email or tweet me, and I'll I'll correct yeah. it. Uh, George Went and Joe Dinical Dinical. And the summary here is: Jennifer is a tough crime beat reporter who gets the assignment of her life to find the true meaning of Christmas. Okay, that's not crime, but sure. Um, <laughs> when she goes undercover in a department store as a nine-to-five sales clerk from Black Friday to Christmas Eve, she finds her true calling and meets the man of her dreams. It's a Christmas she'll never forget. What? That sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, so I got to know, one to five, how many stars did you give this one? This is a really hard one to rate. It really Uh-oh. is because, yeah, because... I really wasn't very engaged in it, but mm-hmm. it definitely has its heart in the right place. I think that it would have worked way better if they had set it in the past, like in like the, if it had been somehow set in the 50s or 60s or something like that. Because there were so many things, maybe partly is this just because I wasn't that engaged. There were so many things that felt so outdated and that like everything in everything involving journalism in this movie is ridiculous everything (laughs) um and then everything involving department stores is ridiculous (laughs) and uh and i don't just it's like uh the internet doesn't hardly exist like just everything just felt i was like come on they're not going to be able to get new customers because of uh a because they made the uh the the sales rack more pretty i mean i don't know it was just so i don't know i i that was it was just and and then there were weird parts like the whole george went character like he had evidently at one point been in love with this with the manager of the store or the one of the this lady and he's an elevator operator so like what they don't even have elevator operators anymore like in the elevators i so it all just felt so outdated and and they were like in love once but then things like didn't work out but he's been holding this candle for her for all these years and they literally work together and so i'm like how would they work together if they're both and then finally they get together and it's just kind of it was weird <laughs> so that was for like 35 years and you've like you've avoided each other almost this whole time that's weird that was Um, part of the movie was george wentz yeah loving okay yeah yeah and but everything was done with such with such nostalgia that it's hard to hate it i don't know it's i'm very torn on it but i think fair rating is to give it a 2.5 i think it's right down the middle uh it's hard to hate it but it didn't really engage me so okay yeah. all right well so um what were the tropes in this one well also there was one other weird thing um and is that tia tia Car? they it's they're trying to pretend that she's not indian of the indian indian american uh her mother is black 
and I thought that was weird like she's obviously of a particular race and for her to be not playing that race was kind of strange I don't understand why they made that choice but that, yeah I'm, I'm not a fan of that because it was weird <laughs> there's other tv movies that have done that and um no I'm not a fan of that yeah yeah so anyway uh so uh sorry to interrupt no that's okay um so what kind of um did you i'm sorry did you say the tropes oh the tropes uh so yeah you've got the uh the it's kind of like a, a little bit of sort of a miracle on 34th street kind of a story mm-hmm. a line you've got the journalist uh who's uh, <laughs> who's coming in to uh you know there's a lot of these that have sort of the journalist plot and um else there's a little bit of a little bit of kind of christmas magic um but i would say and then uh, she ends up kind of falling for her for her manager who's also the son of the uh owners uh but secretly and but then when when the uh the owners when the son finds out that she's been secretly doing this expose on this store <laughs> he's like betrayed oh, so there's definitely like a liar reveal for sure oh my goodness yeah i'm not a, i'm not a fan of those but okay. yeah it's not my favorite but they, yeah. Yeah, i'm so. like there really is only one truly good department store movie and that's mannequin so oh, yeah. i, mean, I like that. i do like miracle on 34th street but that's true yeah. i do i do love well, i love the original i actually know yeah. i love them both i love them both and for very different reasons but the best hallmark in my opinion the best hallmark at department store story i mean i did like shoe addicts but the the one that i think is the best is charming christmas oh Uh, that one i think is really good i like it oh yeah i know (laughs) um okay so christmas chemistry yeah so the chemistry is not the best uh between uh tia tia and i think it's joe uh denny denny cole Mm-hmm. um i mean i do appreciate that they kind of went for sort of a nerdy guy like he doesn't have he's not the typical archetypal um you know rugged handsome kind of guy yeah but i don't know just wasn't feeling it between the two of them uh that's too bad quite work yeah yeah that's too bad what about christmas cheer though did it bring it yeah I mean, that's part of the way it gets bonus points is because uh the uh I don't know like there's this whole there's a great scene where they're both uh they both kind of individually start dancing like crazy people in the store (laughs) to the music and that was a really fun scene i really enjoyed it and uh just i don't know there were a lot of cute moments with like little kids and santa in the department store and and making everything kind of christmasy and but i think that the christmas lost and found Tia Sarkar is from last year it was much better so people oh, okay. should just watch that which also involved her <laughs> her at a department store <laughs> and she does the famous uh uh model room or whatever that's all white the whole room <laughs> it looks like it's like it said it looked like uh that it was like in the spirit world <laughs> <I'm seven. laughs> but it was it was pretty cute it has um diane ladd from just shores oh as, yeah as her grandma yeah okay 
So All it right. was it was pretty good. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are the good folks over at Care Of. And right now you can get 50% off your first order of Care Of at takecareof.com. Enter code Hallmarkies50, which is different than our previous code, Hallmarkies50, and you can get your discount. So what they do at Care Of is they they provide vitamins that you can get you can get them that they come on a regular basis on a subscription basis or you can get a one-time order and they start you out with an online quiz five minutes and they try to figure out kind of what your uh, best vitamin routine will be through these questions and i think it's really helpful and uh, it's easy convenient they come in little packets the vitamins so you can just take them you can have them in your purse you can take them uh, easily and it's also just, it's just great attention to detail with uh, everything everything has your name on it everything is really tried to be prepared for you and we're going to be going into the times of res new year's resolutions and, and trying to be more healthy so i think this is a great thing it would make a great gift for people in your life who are trying to get healthy uh so lisa you had a chance to try care of what do you think I have. And I did, I, I will say that, um, I, you know, I've never been a vitamin person per se, mainly because I don't like all the sorting and all the getting stuff together and which one should I take? And ugh, it, it honestly, it was mm -hmm. too much, but with care of you take the quiz and you find out what your goals are, whether it's, you know, wellness or sleep or energy or even fitness. And it basically gives it, you know, a, an actual like customized pack and they come pre-packaged already. So you just pull one out of the slot. It says your name on it and it has a little quote of the day. And I love it because I just grab it out in the morning, put it in my bag. And when I get to work and I sit down, I open it up and I take them at my desk and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is great. I think you'll really enjoy them. It's very easy, very convenient. And they also try to make a difference with their products uh, with using ingredients that ensure the highest quality products and that uh, they, they care about the environment with their compostable packs. You can find information about that on their website. And uh, so make sure you check out uh, your first order. You can get 50% off. Go to takecareof.com, enter Hallmarkies50 at checkout. All right. So the next one I've actually seen. So well, I have some thoughts. So yay. Okay. So the next one we're going to talk about is a very vintage Christmas. And that again was on Lifetime. That has Tia Mowry, Jesse Hutch, and Agam uh, Darshi. And the summary is Dodie is a hopeless romantic just like the pieces in her vintage antique shop. When Dodie finds a hidden box full of romantic trinkets, she makes it her mission to deliver it to its rightful owner. Following the address, she manages to persuade the handsome but reluctant new tenant, Edward, to help her with her search. All right. Give me your, give me your <laughs> one to five scale here. Um, so I actually enjoyed this. It definitely has its flaws, but I, I, I'm going to give this one also 3.5 crowns. Oh. Yeah. I liked, I liked Jesse. I liked Tia. I thought the, the whole sort of mystery of this box and putting it all together was pretty cute. I I think that uh, the timeline was kind of confusing. It didn't really make sense to me because they were acting like this. The it, Sometimes I felt like they were acting like the stuff, this stuff, this couple was, that was happening to this couple was in like the 1940s or 1950s. But then there's like a cassette mixtape, which would have been like the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And... So I, I was 
I was confused about what what was going on, but nevertheless, I kind of liked the. I thought it was a cute concept, and uh, I, you know, I love Jesse, so uh, he he was pretty charming. I thought in this, it was nice to see yeah. him back. It was nice actually, to see back in a Christmas movie. You agreed, yeah, and I actually really liked this pairing. I liked them together i'm gonna go ahead and give this a 2.75 though Mm -hmm. it did not grab me the way this is the one i was looking forward to most from lifetime Mm. based on the description they released you know a few a couple months ago when it when it first got announced like this was coming i thought the concept sounded super charming super cute Mm -hmm. um but the execution and i mean you know i hate to be negative nelly here but i was confused as well as you were about the timeline of things and i didn't really understand her motivation to really dig in and do get this involved in this box i mean i get that's part of the plot and that's in the script and you have to do it but (laughs) you know she finds this box and it was really interesting but she's like so what yeah no supposedly she has to do it because she she believes in you know true love and she thinks if she can she can find out what happened to ginger and ralph right ralph yeah yeah i think Um, so if she can find out what happened to them then it will renew her faith in true love uh but yeah i it's not but a i didn't buy that <laughs> yeah i didn't really buy it i just it went from like zero to ten in her absolute like i have to do this okay settle down it's just a box of stuff well like, the other thing too is that the, there's this whole theme in the movie of maybe 3.5 was too generous but there's this whole theme <laughs> in the movie, uh of that he's into the new stuff she's into the old stuff which right. is fine but he drives around in this like super vintage truck like yeah. with antlers on it he does not seem like a new guy to me you know it's not like he's driving i don't know yeah, some I, kind of electric car or something that's like right or you know new uh and just everything about him it, i had a hard time buying that whole uh that whole line so would you say that this was a enemy's to lovers no they're not enemies no but they also but they're definitely forced to work together yeah they don't really get along that great at the beginning mm-hmm. and he evidently never needs to sleep because he does all of that repair <laughs> all all night long and then goes up to you know they they wake up and he's gone and then they go find him and he's uh what's he doing uh he was um he was out outdoor he was at the i think at the christmas fair side or whatever i can't remember but he's out doing stuff and i'm like yeah he never needs to sleep evidently (laughs) (laughs) he's magic uh but i i did think that there were a a lot of really cute moments like i i liked uh the i liked the relationship between him and his mom was really cute i thought that worked i wish i could have more of that right um and then also just uh like when they're dancing or when uh you kind of have sort of verbal spatting between the two of them was was fun i liked when they're they're lighting the uh uh the the christmas tree and you see it just looked so like vintage it looked Mm -hmm. like through the shop door um so i don't know they're 
I liked, I liked that, but I don't know why uh, they had her looking like a, a homeless bag lady. Oh, I liked her clothes. <laughs> oh, that's the I, I could understand in the last one because she gingerbread romance because she is ex, she was expecting, but in this one, why is her her coat was like four sizes too big? It was huge, and I don't know. I I I thought it was bizarre to me. I I thought that <laughs> I couldn't understand what what it is that the costume directors have against Tia Maori. I do not understand. <laughs> Because she's a beautiful um, person. Why, yeah, she is. Why is she swimming in this coat? I think it was supposed to be the look, but yeah, it was slightly big. But I liked her overall look. But uh -huh. you know, but what did you think of them together, like chemistry wise? I liked them together. I thought that they, they they did a they had a good chemistry together. And I mean, like I can't think of a movie that Jesse that I've seen that Jesse hasn't had good chemistry uh, with his leading lady. He just uh, does a good job yeah there's a good job with that i mean because last time we saw him was in snowmance which he was <laughs> kind of the wrong guy sort of and he's the best in that <laughs> but uh, yeah i i thought they did well together i enjoyed it nice um i thought it brought the christmas cheer i mean with the um that outdoor market and mm -hmm. whatnot you know i thought it yeah. was different i thought the entire concept was different so i did enjoy that and i did think yeah. it was pretty festive what yeah, and the the uh, the dance at the end was really fun, and you get to see Ralph and and Ginger meet up, meet again, and <laughs> it was cute. It was pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so the next night and the next one is a Christmas Wish, which has Hillary Burton, Pam Greer, and Lee Norris. And this as Maddie slips a wish for her sister Faith to experience true love for the first time. Next day, Faith meets seemingly perfect Andrew, but is he really the one for her? Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so Rating. I, I saw this one, so yeah. I have thoughts, too. Because Oh, saw good. This yes. I don't know. I give this, like... 4.5 i thought this was Yay! great i loved it it was so <laughs> it was so good yeah me too i gave it a 4.5 too because i <laughs> was surprised by it i actually you know I've, I've been trying to be intentional with what it is because there's you know i so love many. everybody but there's a lot of christmas content out sure, there sure. and you know with a lot of other stuff going on i was trying to be you know selective in what i'm <laughs> And I honestly hadn't didn't have this on my list, but it came up and I was like, okay, I actually have some time and I watched it and I loved it. I yeah. absolutely loved it. And so I I love Hillary. I think that she is so good. I, I have a hard time thinking of uh, one of her movies I haven't enjoyed. Mm -hmm. uh, one of her TV movies. I think that she always makes it funny and she's just seems to have chemistry with pretty much everybody, whether it's Paul Campbell and Surprised by Love or uh with uh, the christmas contract last year which was really fun uh with um another one tree hill guy <laughs> i can't think of his name all of a sudden um and so yeah and chad michael murray was on one tree hill one tree hill so that will be the uh the uh the real once they get it's robert buckley who was on christmas contract but once they get uh hillary burton and uh, sophia um 
Bush. She was on One Tree Hill. What's the she was sure. One of her, <laughs> and uh, uh, but yeah, I love Summer Villa that she's in. I think that one's great. So she just, I think she's really good with these Hallmark movies uh, slash Lifetime movies. Well, I will say this: there were two parts of this um that really stood out for me that made me really enjoy this yes i agree with you i love hillary burton i think she brings the funny and so i do enjoy her movies but i did love um the little bit of christmas magic that was yeah. sprinkled in this with pam greer we don't that is never really defined but we think she's like a little christmas fairy and she was too cute yeah and i love that part of it and i also love that there was a same-sex couple mm -hmm. who had a daughter and i thought that was amazing and yes at this point we're still waiting for that lead same-sex couple right. lead or at least i am but um tyler hilton's brother mm -hmm. is married to another man and they have a daughter right it was a daughter I have, I think they weren't so, in yeah. yeah 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 and his brother ends up playing you know a pretty significant mm -hmm. role and towards yeah. the end and i He's thought he good. was hilarious He's i good. he cracked him and megan park together were cracking me up yeah so um yeah okay so i'm but, sorry i just totally rambled on that but that's why um okay so tropes no yes so a lot of what is works so well in this movie is them kind of playing on the tropes like because what happens is she is all of a sudden super attractive to like every man in the town and i every time she had coffee spilled on her i died laughing i thought it was so funny and especially i mean it it sounds sad i guess but it was done so funny when she's like i just now have a burn on my chest <laughs> <laughs> like she's like avoiding everybody like don't don't come near me with your your coffee <laughs> i thought that was so funny Every me up. And towards the end she's just like ugh she's just rolling yeah. around no no i don't want to go out with you no <laughs> it's making me laugh yeah and and they really did a good job getting the man candy here because i mean christian de la fuente is very good looking yes and so <laughs> that was very enjoyable and <laughs> tyler hilton is great and i and it was such a smart the script was so smart in the sense she's been having all of this this craziness all around her and who these guys just coming up to her uh you know can we go on a date can we or whatever you might be the love of my life and so when he comes to tell her that he is in love with her she thinks that he's under the spell kind of of the wish right. he doesn't believe her doesn't believe right. him and so she's kind of sad he's super sad because he feels rejected but she's just thinking oh he's basically under a love potion kind of thing yeah and, and that was so I good i felt like she brought that touch of sadness like i think at that point she wanted him she's like oh my god are you serious like right now like yeah because i think she secretly wanted it and so when he finally did it she's like this isn't real and i think she was hurt by it but i agree with you i thought it was really clever because there's always the big twist at the end the big misunderstanding and i thought this was a really you know um fresh way to kind of put this it wasn't it makes sense it made mm -hmm. sense that she wouldn't believe him just because she's had all these people yeah. come up to it was her so like, good you felt so sad you're like I oh did. no and he was so good in that scene too because 
<laughs> it was it was really really good and i thought that it felt totally believable that megan park uh was her sister i totally yeah bought it. yeah i like them okay mm-hmm. so chemistry now that i i always get to me this is tricky when it's friends 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 for like 95 percent of the movie because uh-huh. it's a different type of chemistry Mm-hmm. but what did you think about these two together i really liked it i thought it felt really authentic mm-hmm. and uh, i i felt like they made a good match and i was rooting for him to get together yeah definitely by the end and so yeah i, I really thought the chemistry was 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 very good yeah agree i mean i thought um because like you said it was authentic i thought that um it made sense that they would go into this next level mm-hmm. like some of these movies where they're supposed to be best friends you're like why are y'all friends y'all don't even seem to really kind of like each other but they genuinely looked like they had a good time all the time they were just like buddies and it just was natural so i really enjoyed it um and as far as christmas cheer did you did you think it brought a lot of christmas feels i think so there's the, the well you I mean you have the whole save the the school uh the art program which i think felt a little bit more palatable than the other save the whatevers uh but all of the uh the artwork and convincing the whole pageant uh with the um the putting on the christmas carol for the that was cute i thought for the the and uh they have other you know other scenes uh i thought it was pretty christmasy not the most maybe but it was it was enough for me i thought it was decent you know but the thing with this movie is that i think you could have put it at any time of the year yeah it's true uh but you know the whole like christmas box and and then the proposal at on christmas morning that was really cute yeah um so it it's not the most i'll give you that but it was enough for me yeah it was to 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 feel satisfied that was all right and now i feel bad because now everything else is going to have to live up to a christmas wish but we're going to (laughs) try uh the next one is staging christmas which stars soleil moon fry george stoltz and jaleel white Mm -hmm. and brace yourselves for the summary it's a long (laughs) one laurie stages homes for a living and her busiest season is christmas i need somebody to come stage my home hello that's a genius idea just keep it clean that's all i'd say so basically a housekeeper is what i'm saying i need a housekeeper okay so Lori stages homes for a living and her busiest season is christmas though she normally only stages homes that are for sale she's intrigued when a wealthy widower named everett tasks her to stage his home for the holidays to cheer up his daughter maddie as Laurie starts remaking Everett's home, she finds that Maddie isn't the only one in desperate need of the Christmas spirit. As Laurie spends more and more time with Everett and Maddie, she starts to feel like part of the family. While she was initially hired to simply stage the perfect Christmas in their house, she ends up creating it for the father and daughter in every way imaginable. That's kind of aggressive there at the end. Yeah. Like so she forces yourself in their life. You will. Yeah okay i i I wish that i liked this movie better than oh no i know i know (laughs) Uh, but yeah i mean and and our very good friend amber 
had a was had a um a role uh not a role but a uh, extra in this yeah she looked very (laughs) professional in her glasses holding a meeting at a cafe so amber remember us when you're famous it was pretty exciting yeah (laughs) but so yeah i i wish there had been more jaleel white and in the movie he was kind of just her co-worker or supervisor and uh so she mainly like called in him every now and then so it wasn't the best use of him uh so it was mainly just her and george stoltz and uh, this movie just i hate to say it but was just pretty boring so what are you rating it um i'm gonna give it two there was nothing that was outright awful about it i didn't want to die watching it but it was just pretty boring. <laughs> That's I praise. That's the tagline. I didn't want to die while watching it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. the tropes on this one, I guess, would be, uh, I don't know. It's not really forced proximity because she's being employed by him. Yeah. Like boring dad. Yeah. It's single. Like, you got the hot widower. And uh, there is a, uh, his, um, there's a gay couple in, in it uh to Ooh. his sister uh and uh so i guess that's cool um but yeah it just it just didn't do a lot for me oh that's too bad okay well moving on then i'm sorry staging christmas but we're done with you. <laughs> so merry little christmas uh which stars thomas kadroy jamie m calica and jeff gonick but there's gotta be I'm missing somebody here. Aren't I? No. <laughs> Let me look. I feel like I'm, because that was just three dudes. But I'd be happy if it was just all dudes trying to have a relationship. But I don't think so. Let me no. Mary. I feel like there's, because I remember the picture for this. What am I missing here? Oh, does God. I am I... just not on it um it's got kelly Rowland. Rowland, right is it Rowland or Rowland? it's like this is i guess sort of semi-autobiographical about her when she invited her family for gotcha. the first christmas in her new house yeah. okay so yes the summary is this story of a woman trying to get her dysfunctional family to look picture perfect for the holidays who falls in love with her neighbor amidst the chaos oh and i'm sorry y'all so i'm i just totally overlook the biggest part of this hello kelly Rowland. so how bad um i obviously i did not see this one um but what would you give it right off the bat um so oh um so this movie i mean we've seen a lot of these sort of dysfunctional family movies and i think you actually might like this more than i do because i know you love the family stone i do is not my favorite um i i totally can see why you love it but that they're just a little too much for me they're a little too negative for me um and in this movie her family was it's tough to find that balance and every and everybody has different palettes but Mm -hmm. that balance when doing the dysfunctional uh and because i just felt like these people are just so ungrateful and selfish and rude and just i really didn't like any of these people and they they finally changed towards the end but i i was just i don't know i was i I was frustrated with them 
and i didn't like i didn't like any of them uh and so i don't know i would give it uh, um give it two crowns or two stars i i can see i it had they were trying and i appreciate they were doing something different uh but i don't know i just boy they are just they just harp on her about everything and like she wants to make uh, a couple new dishes for uh the christmas dinner or whatever and her mom is just like absolutely not and she's like why can't i start some new traditions and she's like because that's not the way that things work the, the traditions are handed down from from one generation to the other and if you don't make the mashed potatoes just like i do then you're betraying the entire family and i'm just like oh my gosh what is wrong with okay. you it was too much and um the little romance is cute and there are cute moments especially okay. towards the end but i like the one brings their dog and doesn't even tell her that she's bringing their dog like she has a whole she has a white christmas tree which of course we know in these movies is usually means you're like soulless and heartless and uh and and so they immediately go out and get a real tree and even though she set it up you know and i guess i just feel like don't go at all if you're gonna be like that then right then don't go to this other person's house like yeah stay home and do it the way you want and right. so the mom definitely had like a chip on her shoulder because she wanted to have christmas at her house and the sisters are all really contentious and uh so i don't know it wasn't my favorite i i'm gonna have to watch this though because i do love a dysfunctional family yeah so i'd be curious to know what you think okay yeah i'll get back to you yes okay mm -hmm. but as far as the leads in their chemistry like i didn't really feel like any of the family had chemistry okay uh as far as the family yeah. um and but i thought that her and the guy had pretty nice chemistry uh, but i would just like to have seen more of them gotcha okay yeah, yeah. but what, christmasy feels yeah i mean there is a lot of christmas but i just felt like a lot of it was them criticizing her version of christmas which annoys me <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and say that this would improve dramatically for me i mean i know you said at the beginning that it's like based on an experience of hers mm -hmm. so man this is the ultimate you're like okay you didn't like my christmas watch me write a movie about it and show everybody how terrible you were <laughs> i know i was thinking that too Boom. Done. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. amazing <laughs> um that's my kind of like okay just wait yeah um all right well that's too bad because it sounds yeah. awesome but i'm gonna put it on my list for sure because yeah i love those all right well let's keep going then yes. and talk about the facts of life christmas movie you light up my christmas which side note y'all rachel got to talk Yay. about this on another podcast rachel tell us about it real quick yes so exciting i got to be on rob has a podcast he does a christmas special every year rob has a podcast is was the first podcast that I ever got really invested in and became a patron and that's how i met amber and so really everything that we do on hallmarkies podcast is sort of a an if a, a ripple effect from uh from rob's podcast and uh so i've really always admired rob and uh so it was super thrilling for me to get to be on his show and uh, so you guys got to go over and listen to our breakdown of 
the a lot of my christmas yay we'll put the link in the description that's awesome yeah, that was, was super so, exciting um it, it was so cool so yeah so if you want to dive a uh, deep dive into this movie check out that podcast but for now let me just tell you real quick it's kim fields adrian holmes and of course the rest of the facts of life cast lisa welchel um nancy mckeon uh, mindy Cohn, and the uh summary is inspired by true events emma returns to her hometown built around her family's pioneer christmas light factory two weeks before christmas however upon emma's return she discovers the lights have gone dim in the once festive town prompting her to reconnect with an old flame to set their hearts and the town ablaze with light again oh i just love kim fields she's the best and she's so great i just love everything about her so please tell me that this was good so I gave it on Robin's <laughs> podcast. I gave it two stars. Oh! Um, I think that that Kim and uh, Adrian Holmes are perfectly fine. They do a good job. They're the best part of the film. But the premise is so ridiculous. Of this supposedly, I, I look at these movies. They pretend that that like china doesn't exist and like the only competition for making lights is the is this town and that and then the neighboring town gets a gets a plant uh from but the thompson thompson company and they're like inferior it's ridiculous and uh, this uh this movie it was just very very silly and the thing that i think i probably give it two and a half but it loses a major some major stars because the whole facts of life thing is is just completely a marketing gimmick because uh like lisa welchel and mindy cohen are in this movie for under two minutes you see uh lisa welchel is in two scenes uh and then same with mindy cohen and i don't know it just wasn't wasn't very well written it wasn't very well done and it just but you can listen to the podcast and and hear us go through it all but so but you said between kim fields and adrian holmes though they were pretty decent like yeah they were fine together they had yeah they they did a good job as well as they could well i do like adrian holmes he's very attractive oh yeah i'd never seen him in anything before so that was my first um as far as christmas cheer was it there i mean there's a lot about christmas lights and (laughs) and her (laughs) evidently the wattage of the christmas lights is very important and he's going to invent higher wattage because everyone's so concerned about their wattage of christmas lights uh and so that's a new one um but yeah there's like a christmas festival and there's a light tree lighting and there's uh, so there's quite a bit of christmas in here okay well that's disappointing because yeah i mean i grew up on facts of life We'd like to thank our second sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are our friends over at HelloFresh. And right now you can get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash Hallmarkies9. <laughs> HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. We've seen these all around. These meal kits are getting very popular. But what they do really, what they focus on at HelloFresh is they make the products, make the meals simple, delicious, and flexible. And so you have this recipe card that helps you to see all along the way. So, you know, 
that you're making it right at all the different phases, which I think really helps to be like, okay, that's how the chicken's supposed to look here. <laughs> and, also, and I tried it recently with three meals and I thought everything was really yummy. It was different than what I would make just by myself. And it's just nice as a single person because, you know, a lot of times I'm not going to use a whole big thing of spices or a whole big thing of sauces. And I'll just have something in my fridge forever because of one meal. Whereas with HelloFresh, you just get the amount that you need for that recipe. So I thought that was real nice. Uh, and Lisa, you had a chance to try HelloFresh. What do you think? I did. And I got the, uh, for the family size. So mm. um, what I loved about it is my kids are old enough now to help out. And so I hand them the card and I said, come on, help me. And they absolutely love it. They love unpacking the bag. They love getting everything sorted. They love chopping stuff. They, they really do love helping out. So I do like that part of it. And it kind of gets them on board with just kind of meal prepping and knowing what goes into it. So yeah, we've enjoyed it so far. Everything's been super tasty. So yeah. Great. Yeah. So to get nine free meals, go to lowfresh.com slash hallmarkies9 and then use code hallmarkies9 at checkout. Okay. So we are going to move on to own and that was Baking Christmas, which stars Tim Reed, uh, Loma Wright, and Kalila, or Kalila. I'm going to go ahead mm -hmm. and say Kalila because I know somebody who's named that, and that's how she pronounces it. Uh, Kalila Joy. And when their mother decides to retire, her three children organize Christmas cake off to choose which of them is going to take over the family bakery. <gasps> vicious. It's yeah. like a vicious... <laughs> death bake off to see who's going to take over the business wow um how was this you know what i actually enjoyed it i probably give it uh i don't know like a 3.25 i nice. i it's not like the most christmasy movie in the world but i uh to answer your upcoming question but i kind of liked the fact that really the rom romance was an afterthought in this okay. movie it was about the three siblings and them uh, they've all made kind of different choices and them kind of forgiving each other and coming to terms with each other's choices. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty decent, I think. And uh, it's, it's really those three kind of siblings and, and there's, you know, shenanigans, like when the, the oven breaks and they have to try to figure things <laughs> out or, uh, or the electricity goes out completely. So they have to try to, all the, all the batter has spoiled just stuff like that uh but um but i really yeah. i did appreciate that it was something different uh that it was the uh the about these siblings that's fun yeah that's something mm -hmm. um i gotta watch that because i do i mean don't get me wrong i do love the romance but i do love family dramas just as well so yeah this sounds fun um there's a but little you romance, said but it's not the main thrust of the film yeah which i can do mm -hmm. um yeah so but you said um it wasn't that Christmassy. like do you think this story could have been placed anywhere else in the year and it would have been yeah definitely you could definitely have the same story any any other time of the year yeah just a have, cupcake bake-off <laughs> have the bakery being going under and then everybody has to come and uh or her you know mom retiring yeah and, uh, so yeah that's fun okay i'm gonna have to check that one out mm -hmm. All right, so the next um, network is BET, and they had Christmas Bells with Raven Goodwin, Dominic Perry, Mark Taylor, Omar Gooden, Gooding, 
Janet Hubert and John Amos. Um, yeah. And the summary on this is, despite being successful in their careers, two 30-something BFFs never stop hearing that they both need a man before it's too late. When a handsome pastor arrives just in time to kick off the Christmas season, hey, both ladies try to make a move. But mm -hmm. as their hilarious attempts to one-up each other keep growing, it will be up to their family to remind them what the holiday season is truly about. Shut up. That sounds cute. Did you, what did you think? <laughs> it wasn't my favorite. I can see why oh. other people will like it because humor is super subjective. Yeah. It's very, very broad and very, and it's definitely like PG-13. Um, okay. there's, uh, there's some, there's some sex, there's some, uh, language there's, uh, that, I don't know. It, it was a little, I guess just my taste. I mean, this is not a shocker, but my taste of Christmas movies is definitely more light and fluffy and fun mm -hmm. and not this kind of, uh, this kind of broad humor that's, I, I don't know. It's just not not for me i i yeah. didn't i didn't laugh that much and i just thought that all the characters were kind of pushy and irritating and not, not my favorite um was john amos in it a lot i'm not sure who was who to be honest i don't oh, know okay. any of these actors oh, okay except for mark um yeah well he he's just he's been in a ton of stuff in it, but he's also older so you know it's one of those things mm. where it might be the name and then they're only in for like a minute but okay i do like I, I don't know but um, um you know mark is very charming in it so he did a good job uh and there were moments and i could just see how other personalities who laugh at have different tastes of humor than myself yeah would enjoy it but it was it was just too i don't know like the uh you have like a joke where um the the boyfriend of one of the characters isn't at uh won't isn't coming to thanksgiving then they try to facetime him and he's with another woman and they're like oh is that porn and that's not that my kind of humor so yeah dang okay um yeah i'll watch this um <laughs> come on okay that sounds funny uh so mark taylor is the pastor mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so he plays the pastor so with i mean you don't have to give anything away but does he end up with somebody or does everybody find somebody else um so he definitely expresses interest in in one of the girls okay. by the end okay. all uh, right well did they have good chemistry it was pretty good he, i mean it's not until the very end that most of the time it's the two of them just kind of fighting and he's just kind of on the side but gotcha yeah. okay all right well i'm gonna check it out make him a list over here <laughs> and so did you i'm sorry did you rate it already what did you give it i think i missed that um just for my kind of humor and what i like i give it a 1.5 <gasps> okay yeah i can't give it a two with these other ones <laughs> gotcha okay all right well moving on let's see we got the ion network which had a christmas princess mm -hmm. with shane mom premiere mom premiere okay i'm sorry y'all yeah <laughs> kill me Travis Burns, Galen Gorg, Georg, Chief, yeah. Chef Stuart O'Keefe, and Aaron Gray. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the summary on this one is a struggling chef living in trendy in a trendy New York borough. You can't just tell me which borough. It's Brooklyn. I don't know why they say that. That's bizarre. Okay, so a struggling chef living in Brooklyn 
Um, Jessica took over a small restaurant where she used to work as a waitress, but it's growing tough to make ends meet. Well, the restaurant business is hard. Okay. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Prince Jack, his name is Prince Jack. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Prince Jack, who's in the city for his family's annual Christmas charity dinner. Of course he is. Finds himself in need of a last minute chef for the royal event when he meets Jessica. As their relationship evolve and romance blooms, so do the obstacles. Duh. But as the event arrives, she decides to go through with the dinner and may just get the best Christmas present of all. Yes. No. So this does not reinvent the wheel. It's not going to win you over if you hate <laughs> princess movies. But for what it's trying to be, I think it's, it was actually executed really well. I liked the this this girl a lot, this actress a lot, Shane. Uh, she was really good, and I thought that uh, she did a really good job with the part. And I thought the script was actually pretty solid. And I think if I was like, I don't know, a ten to twelve, I would totally love it. I think it was super <laughs> spoon worthy, and really like when I used to love like The Prince and I or movies like that or whatever it's oh this is so swoon worthy uh and because they did a good job with that and they're and so like i said it's princess movie if you hate them you're not gonna like this but i actually enjoyed it quite a bit okay i'm looking at a picture of these two and they each look about 12 yeah <laughs> in the poster okay maybe it's just i know these posters are nothing to base on because half the time the hallmark people on posters look like serial killers and then you get to the movie and you're like oh hey look at you hello yeah um uh, they it probably favors, maybe yeah. our good friend amy would probably love it they're a little bit younger but uh looking uh but super cute though yeah i i think they had, they had speaking of chemistry they had really nice chemistry and so i think if if you're i said on my little mini review i said you could certainly do way worse <laughs> with a princess movie <laughs> and so if you're looking for one if that's what you want this is a pretty good one i'd say was it like okay it says a christmas princess but was it Christmassy? Like, did they actually? It's, well, so the the they're planning this Christmas uh, banquet thing, but yeah, you could totally make it a fall banquet or a any other time of year, and it'd be exactly the same. So it's not it's not the most Christmassy uh, of um, movies, but his mom is the worst as usual in these movies but his dad was pretty cool and then his uh his valet or whatever you you want to call him his his uh, assistant was pretty cool and then her parents were sweet i enjoyed them and you have her, the two associates at the restaurant who recognize the uh the, the prince and they're like freaking out and they they're all kind of giddy and they were cute i liked them so yeah. Altogether, it was it was pretty pleasant. I enjoyed watching it. Okay, all right. Well, what it, did you rate it? Um, you know, I think I I'm gonna give it a three point seven five. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't even know if I have I on network. <laughs> have to check. I mean, okay. All right. So we're rounding it up, Rachel. You're almost there. You're at the fit. You can see it. It's right in yeah. front of you. The finish line. <laughs> and we are going with um. It's not a network on TV. I guess it's a streaming service, right? Tello. 
um yeah, with season it'll be on video on demand too yes which is actually already out um yeah and we're going with Season of Love, which I've got the description right here. And it is a queer lady holiday romantic comedy that follows the lives of three very different couples in dealing with their love lives and various loosely interrelated tales all set right before Christmas through New Year's. And I did watch this. Mm-hmm. So I do have thoughts, but give me your rating right off the bat. So... I, I'm going to give this a, I gave it a seven out of 10 in my blog review and I'll put a link if people can read it, okay. uh, which I guess technically would mean 3.5 out of five, but I, I feel like it's not quite that, that simple because the rating that I'm using in Hallmarkies podcast is a little different than mm-hmm. when I'm comparing to theatrical releases on mm-hmm. my blog. Anyway, so I would probably give it a four. Okay. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought that uh, the acting was all pretty solid and there was only one couple that I wasn't as into that I didn't mm-hmm. really enjoy as much, but the other two I quite enjoyed. I, it was the uh, Sue and Janie, the one where she's mad at her for putting the YouTube video. I, yeah. That one wasn't my favorite. I was like, you're trying to be a singer. She's obviously done this nice gesture. Like it was, it was very innocently done. And so that conflict to me was the least successful. Uh, But I thought that the other two uh, pairings were, uh, were quite good and more interesting to me. Uh, But overall, I thought it was a quality little film. And uh, so I don't know, what do you, what do you think? I also, well, I, I, I'm a lot more generous with it just because I'm so excited about it. So Mm -hmm. I went into it with just, big old hard eyes ready to love it and I did yeah. I loved all of it so I'm gonna give it a 4.5 and I thought it was super cute and super charming it's funny because we actually had the same <laughs> the same complaint about the one thing um overall I I love movies like this where stuff is interconnected not mm-hmm. and I thought they did this really well because there's sometimes when the connections don't make sense or it's yeah. too much it's too many storylines too yeah. many ways and paths and stuff but this like i thought those was terrible gary marshall movies like mother's day yeah i just yeah Rough. so i uh i thought this was really well done and um i agree i <laughs> i thought it was you knew that it was going to happen when she posted the video and she went straight to bed you knew that it was going to come back up and you knew it was going to be a problem what I thought was intense was when they, at the end, when, you know, because in the end, it is a light romantic comedy. So, of course, right. everybody has their happy ending. Um, but when they come together, man, she lays down the law. She's like, look, what you did was wrong. It was intrusive. It was terrible. And I'm like, dang, I thought this was going to be like a cute makeup scene. And she's like, and I don't know. I'm still mad. I'm like, okay, all right, calm down. But. I will say this. The woman who played um, Mardu, Laura Allen, uh-huh. I want to be her when I grow up. She was a boss. When uh-huh. she walked out of that wedding in that tuxedo with those aviators to take the food to the shelter, and she's walking down the street all slow motion. I was like, okay, yeah, that's, I want to be her <laughs> when I grow up. She was My like, favorite was Lou and Kenna. I think the, the, the sort of the nervous, anxious yes. girl and the deaf girl. I thought that was 
my favorite. I love, I agree. I thought their storyline was the most, um, um, like tension. Like I really mm-hmm. want them to get together. And I just loved Lou. I, like I said, I love how nervous she was and mm-hmm. how just like, I, I don't want to, I, I want people to watch it. So I don't want to give too much away, but at the same time, it's like when I walked into, when I saw the trailer to this movie, I didn't expect her to be as awkward as she was around her crush. And so mm-hmm. I thought that was really refreshing and light. And I liked their whole, the way it all played out. I just yeah. really liked it. It was cute. Um, and I did like when, okay, so I'm going to tell you that Kenna is a welder and they did like a little throwback to like flash dance when she was in her little welder's outfit and that song oh, yeah. came on and I, I died. I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> um, so super cute. So um, as far as Christmassy goes though, did you think it was... It wasn't the most Christmassy. I mean, you definitely had the mistletoe scene, which was cute. Yeah. Um, and there was the whole montage with them opening presents. And right. uh, but there could have been there could have been more. Yeah, I agree. That was the one. Um, other than the being mad about the YouTube video, um, you know, it was a little it was a little light. But I also think that because they were trying to go from Christmas to New Year's. I get that. And I really, mm-hmm. you know what I did like? I did like the um, five days till Christmas and the little yeah, that's magic true. little stars. And then it was like four days till Christmas. I did like that. So that was cute. Well, and also I would encourage them. This is kind of inside baseball, but they have not put the movie on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. And oh. I just encourage them to have a little more. I don't know what the, what completely the reason. I did ask them if they were going to. And mm-hmm. They said that, you know, I guess they weren't going to, but I would encourage them to have confidence in their product Mm -hmm. and uh, that to put it on there and let critics look at it and let critics review it. I mean, I, I'll put out my review, uh, which is a positive review. Uh, So I don't know, just a little friendly encouragement from a film critic to, you know, believe in your product and, and let the, let people review it yeah i agree i thought it was fun so yeah i gave a small worthy seven out of ten i'll put my review in the uh in the comments everyone check it out so yeah rachel rachel we did it yeah we did it oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) we did it so let us know if you got to see any of these movies what did you think and uh I, i i'm so proud of myself that basically i'm caught up with christmas movies it's very exciting you're my Christmas movie hero because every <laughs> year I'm like, I'm going to watch them all. And then three movies in, I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm already off. I'm already off <laughs> the runtime, I mean, the, the, the number, the tally is at 71. You now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is pretty crazy. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So definitely, you guys, check out the Rob Has a Podcast episode and let us know what you think of all of these films if you got to see them uh and and, uh and let us know how many stars you would give them uh we'd love to know but definitely my favorite of this whole group is uh christmas wish that was just so good oh yay okay 
So, right. well, thank you so much this, yeah. uh, for coming in and just being willing to talk about it, even though you hadn't seen a bunch of them. I appreciate it. Are you it. kidding me? Thank you for coming <laughs> out, letting me like just take over and abscond <laughs> your microphone and be like, no, listen, you, I asked the questions this time. <laughs> yes, we'll do it again. This is fun. Uh, so where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lisa Faye Co. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media, and on iTunes and YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up subscribe to the channel we really appreciate that as well and consider becoming a patron we have tons of fun with our patrons we do giveaways we have exclusives and we try to make it a positive experience for all of you and we so appreciate all that information is in the description section we also have our merch store which has holiday designs by artist jessica miller and more so definitely check that out the link it will be in the description so thanks so much again lisa really appreciate it and we Yay. will talk again soon <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.